Welcome, folks. You're listening to the Waves on the Shore podcast with Evan and Jaron, quite possibly the greatest podcast of all time. Thanks for joining us as we journey through the world of modern country music. We're not biased, we just don't like bad music. Alrighty, alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Yeah, I stole it from you, Jaron. No chance. That's okay. I, I, saw That's you right. get, I saw you getting ready for it, and I said, no, no, no. This can't okay. happen. Was I supposed to all say right. Bing as well? No. Devin just does that. He says, I just take over. Um, as you can tell, we have a third voice in the call today. Another member in the, uh, in the discord call that would be none other than the shady Grady Smith. Um, yeah, we got a little episode. (laughs) (laughs) Grady's hopping on doing the intro, but I guess not. What was that? We don't redo intros here. Oh, no, no, no. It it, it flies. It flies. This podcast is a chaotic neutral at all times. I think that's the first note I ever gave you all. It was just like, you should really tighten up the beginning. Glad to see uh, you have it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have the, um, we got the ad running now, the, like, uh, thing. We got, uh, we have our intro clip, don't we? We've got, yeah, we ha- I don't know when the last time Grady actually listened to one of our podcast episodes, but we have a little music jingle. We have intros... We alternate intros on certain episodes. Sometimes it just depends on what I'm feeling. Sometimes it's Evan. Sometimes it's me. And now we have also uh, Spotify ad read ad read thing that goes oh, on nice. most of our episodes. So shove um, it, Grady. Was, the last one I listened to was I think Morgan, or maybe the week after Morgan, or like the one after. Yeah, definitely I listened to the Morgan episode, and then I think I listened to the next one after that. Okay, it's fairly okay. up to date. Fairly re- re- respectable. Uh, but yeah, we, we got Grady on, we got some things lined up. Those things would consist of Kit Moore and his new album, Damn Love. Uh, we got a double Who the Frick. I will be bringing one and Grady is going to be taking the reins for another one. He's going to try his hand at the role of host. And then, uh, we got, what are we listening to? The usuals and, uh, as per usual, whatever comes up in between as well. So, um, yeah, if, uh. If we don't have any like crazy life or death stories to get out of the way before Kit Moore, well, I think we can just. Oh, there is a life or death story. I don't, actually, I don't have a life or death story, but I want to address. Grady seemed to be. I don't know if it was judgment or surprise or disgust. Judgment and, judgment and shock oh, would be the word. And shock. I, I have Moscato here. And <laughs> avid listeners of the podcast know that I often have alcohol while we are recording. Um, I've never been tipsy but i'm I, like i'm a responsible drinker but i just i felt compelled to tell you guys that i don't know moscato don't don't feel guilty for drinking your cheap five dollar bottle of barefoot I just typed moscato. in google who drinks moscato and the first <laughs> oh, thing no. that came up was an article that says rappers real housewives and the rise of moscato <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> am i the second am i the second result you're the housewife <laughs> look I've said it to many people. If I, I would, I'll marry rich. I'll be a housewife, a house husband. I'll do it. A kept, a kept man. Yeah, I'll be a kept stay man. home dad. I'll take I care run of it. Ju- I yeah, I'd be. I'd I don't know if day. I could though. All day, every day. No, I would. We, I'd do like it. I could, but I the, the kids you. would be a stretch. I will cook for you. I will clean. I'll do it all, bro. I'll cook. I'll clean. I will not change diapers. I'll make you that... the best grilled cheese you've never had, <laughs> and that's a fact. Evan, I the next time you're over here, I'm making you a grilled cheese. All right, time. all right. Use some weird so, American cheese. Okay, um, let's get into Kit Moore. Let's Kit, just do that. Yeah, Kit let's, Moore. Let's do it. 
dropped a um, dropped a brand new album called uh, called Damn Love. We've all given it a few listens. It's the biggest album lately. Although Megan Maroney's album comes out tonight, so that's true. By the time this podcast is out, in my books, a bigger album has been released. However, uh, we don't a buzz your album, maybe. But yeah, that- yeah, fair. In Jer- in Jaren's world, this is a. Uh, this is well, all what it builds up to. Kip is Kip has a has a fairly established fan base. He's been around for like a decade, so it's. I think she's buzzier, but he's still he's got that presence. He's been his hair. His hair is buzzier. His that's true. His hair I, is. Gone. I wish it. Get, can we discuss the cut? Just he chopped it off. He did. I uh, I I like long hair, Kip. Actually, wait, Kip cut his hair. He's just buzz. Just <laughs> wait. Looks like he, he looks like a convict. Actually, yo, um, I don't, Where? I don't think oh, he did. I'm not a big fan of bald or not bald. I'm not a big fan of buzzed Kip, in in my opinion. I thought he might oh. be kind of bald, to be honest with you. Um, and then when I Maybe. saw, I was like, oh, now he's got this buzz and a very even hairline. Huh. So, I don't know. Yeah, so many middle aged women punching air right now. Unless they're into that, <laughs> yeah. unless they're into uh, the bald. I have a feeling... I wasn't super into the little ponytail. It was like a little, I don't know, like a little garlic knot in the back. It was never like enough hair that I yeah, could no. as like the full man bun. I like the bald better Fair because... It, the, I've said... The, did I say this last episode? Something about Kip's vibe, aesthetically, is not my vibe. Like the overly I mean, yeah. wide collar on his shirt... The long necklaces, the, the at the time the slicked back hair, I was just like, maybe I need to be like thirty years older and feminine to be turned on right now. But it's not the overly wide collar gives those. Let's grab a cup of Moscato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jaren's feeling the aesthetic right now. Hey, hey, <laughs> but I, uh, I I'll drink to that. I mean, he's super shredded too. I mean, I went during the during like the pandemic. I went and uh, has this like lodge out in uh, oh yeah in Kentucky. Kentucky yeah, uh, and I went out there for a few days. And all of Kip's friends are like as CrossFitty and like he's literally friends with some CrossFit champions, and then sure. all of his friends are just like. Some dude that like runs that place. He he managed an Abercrombie in the same store as him in Nashville like twenty years ago, and he's also really shredded. And I had to go rock climbing with them, and I felt like uh, you ever seen Jumanji? And there's that one like little fat rhinoceros like at the very end that's uh, always like last in the stampede. That's what it's like hanging out with Kip and his friends, and especially getting belayed by them on a rock face. Uh, and they're all like super like lean climber bros, and they're like. Dude, I think if you can just, uh, just like reach up for that like hold over you, and if you can just pull yourself onto that rock face, I kept having to yell down, being like, "It's not that I don't understand what you're saying. I literally can't do that." Um, and, uh, they just had to like lower me down. I couldn't finish the climb. That's funny. Oh no, I, I've actually been rock climbing in Kentucky, not in that area, but my bro- my oldest brother is big into rock climbing and i mean he doesn't do it as often as he used to because he now has two young children but i have been i i know a little bit of what that's like because i'm not i'm not an avid rock climber and when i when i was with them he was it was him and a bunch of other 
of his buddies, and I was just like, I don't. Rock climbing's tough, man. I'm, I an, never... I'm, an, I'm an eighth grader, and I don't know what I'm doing. I just want to. I just want to play <laughs> Minecraft. I'm just. I just want to play Minecraft, honestly. I could never get to the bell at the top of the room, man. I've never done like actual rock climbing up an actual mountain, but I've done like the uh, whatever when you're in like a little little gym area and it goes up on you, like ring the bell. I could never get to the bell. I'm actually, I'm actually pretty good at it because I had to like teach that at summer camp when I was a counselor. I like ran the climbing wall and. Uh, on the climbing trip, I would like send kids like rappelling off this hundred foot rock face. But uh, yeah, you know, I did not stay as shredded as Kip and his friends to do these crazy climbs. So you are who you hang out with. You you are the five no. closest. I've, I have been getting in shape. I have been getting in shape. Those Bulgarian um, split squats, baby. <laughs> Actually, first time in my life. Look, everyone, I'm 34 now, and. You know, the weight doesn't just, like, melt off you the way it did 10 years ago. I used to be able to get from, like, out of shape to in shape so fast. It's different now. This time when I've been getting in shape, it's really been, like, a slow, patient process. Because I'm still, like, trying to have a social life. I'm still new to town. I want to go out some. And um, so I'm down, like, 15 pounds for the year. I used to lose, like, 15 pounds in two weeks. Um, I used to just, like, go crazy and only eat turkey mm. and carrots and not drink anything and, like, just do so much cardio. But this is the most sustainably I've ever lost weight. And I'm getting a lot stronger. Like, today, we're doing pull-ups today to failure. So I had, like, a band helping me because we had to do so many different rounds of it. But I did way more than I thought I could. Pull-ups are tough, And without man. the band, I could do I could do one. Um, but, you know, it was at the end of the workout that we tried that. Do you believe lats exist yet? No, for sure they don't. That's like the like I trust the science. Um, the latissimus dorsis, just not, not. No, like I think some people have them, and that's why they're really into their lats. And then some of us just don't, and that's why like I suck at anything that has supposed lats. You know, I'm just waiting for everyone else to catch up to me that some of us don't have lats um, and can't just do pull ups for fun. That's how, but like the lats, that's how you get like, uh, I mean, some people, especially in like high school are tragically diagnosed with like invisible lats. (laughs) Must be nice. Look, look, I'm a, I've always my whole life. A, you know, I carry my weight from my hips, my hips to my like thighs. Like really, that's just like where I carry my power. Uh, I'm not big in the always like. I'm surprised. I'm doing personal training right now, and he's like, dude, you can always do way more on like leg press or squats than I like remember. And it's interesting because you haven't trained very much. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm naturally blessed with some lower body strength and with literally no upper body strength. Hmm. Fortunate. I would trade it in a second. I don't care about actually being strong. I just want to look nice. Sure. Yeah. You want to look good. You want to look lean. And you can that, that, you want you want to get in shape so you can start wearing those those low low collared Kipmore t-shirts, right? Dude, I was so into it's very millennial of me, but like scoop collars were like kind of a thing, like especially when I lived in Brooklyn, like the big like went down here, you'd show off like the chest hair at the top. That was so like 2012 Brooklyn and I wanted in on it so bad but I was just never ripped enough for it. 
<laughs> well, I've never been oh, ripped. Shut up, Evan. You have TikTok hair. Um, oh! Oh! He does. He does, though. Let, Wait, us what have, we... let us all have the trends of our own generation, okay? That's... Yeah, well, Evan, what was the what was the video? It was like Ma- Manny the um, Mammoth from Ice Age. Oh, my gosh. You have, the, you have the same haircut as Manny yeah, the I've, Mammoth I've, from I've, Ice Yeah, I've, I've switched it recently because I did have, like, a middle part going. Now it's back to just fluff. Like, now I just get out of the shower and go like this and just okay. leave it, whereas I used to have the... I've been, Not gonna I've been lie. experimenting with that lately. I've been kind of tussling it. Well, you'll see. I have a video coming out soon. I'm fine talking about here, but it's called uh, hair review. It's hair. gonna be called "I Got Made Into a Country Star." Oh, it's finally hours. coming out! And but uh, I get, I get a like a makeover from a big stylist at one point in the video, <laughs> and she was like, "Your hair's like too square," and I just want it to look like a little more tussled and sexy. And you know, I started doing my hair differently, and I saw some friends uh, last weekend for a bachelor party. One of the guys I lived with, a was stag. Like, Did you get a? He was like, did you get a perm? Um, and I was like, I did not get a perm. He's like, what's wrong with your hair? And I'm like, shut up. Don't just don't notice it. Don't say anything, okay? You, is you, that, what's wrong with it? Is that one <laughs> clip, Grady, that you sent me this morning making it in? Because you had a subtitle no. on it. No, okay. No. I wasn't sure. <laughs> well, no. now people will just never know. Uh, but yeah. they know it's yeah. out there somewhere. There's something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should I? Let's actually talk about the the Kip yeah. album. Yes, Kip. Uh, should I go first since I'm... Or do we, do we want to... Yeah, if, if, like, if it's, you know, it's all about... Let's yeah, I'll go sum first. it up. Let's, wait, wait, wait. Let's, okay. before we go into an exposition, everyone gets a, a score and three adjectives. <laughs> okay. Okay. A score. Ugh. Yeah, on um, any scale that you want. Yeah. Okay. Number, I'm gonna uh, go six. I'm gonna go six. Um... Adjectives, you guys. You guys give your number. I'm gonna try and think of some I'm, adjectives. I was gonna. I'm gonna do six and a half. I think, because I'm trying to. I'm trying to think about it relative to, like I love Slow Heart, I love, um, Wild World. So, and I think those albums were better than this one. So, yeah, six and a half sounds right to me. So I'll go with that. I think I'm right at like a six as well, if not like a five and a half. Yeah, I'd I almost say... went lower. I almost went lower, but Dang. I think I'd say like solid eighties. Uh... One more adjective. Chill. <laughs> One more adjective. solid eighties and chill. I'm. I'll say vibey. Um. Produced, <laughs> and uh, let's go with electronic. It's it's for yeah. for a Kip album. I I feel like it's yeah. it's a it's it's a, it's pushing that electronic. It's it's very electronic. Oh brother! Why can't I think of uh, any adjectives to describe this? A- adjectives are like descriptive words. I know so what an like, adjective is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that. I know I have no, the uh, hair of an no. idiot, but I'm not. I feel like we've. We've actually. covered this last couple episodes, actually, but you're really, you're really stupid, Evan. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, we should go in depth on yeah. that one episode. Stupid's an adjective, if you didn't know. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, because I don't want, I don't want to say like, like cringe, but like, at a f- there's a few points where I'm just like, 
maybe I'm not the demographic, but Cringe. as like a, as no, 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 no. That's, that's what I mean. Cause cringe sounds too harsh, but there's a few points where I'm just like, I don't know, brother, you're like 45 or something. And I'm just like, Ugh. I think you're judging Kip too harshly. Hmm. Let, let, let Kip do his thing. I, I look, I have no issue with Kip doing his thing. Kip can let him, Kip let him get, let him pull the 45 year old Cougars. If, <laughs> that's the thing. If he wants to be the player pulling, pushing on 50, that's okay. I mean, Kip is like 40 at this point. Basically. Um, I think. Cr- how is cringe a noun or a verb? That's not, that's incorrect. Cringe is not a noun. I'm sorry. I just texted that. I said cringe. I know. Yes. Cr- cringe can be a noun and cringe can be a verb, but it certainly can't be an adjective. Yes, it can. You are cringe. <laughs> <laughs> you are <laughs> look i don't care that much i think yeah it's cringy would be the proper use no no, 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 no you're no, cringe no. we're getting into the like cringe is a st- okay, this is yeah, a yeah. give your other two give 34 your other two year old words. battles a 19 year old over the i was seeing uh okay then i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'm gonna go cringe i'm gonna hold on to that one i'm gonna go even though that's kind of harsh i what's a synonym for 80s um uh, yeah, that's actually not bad. Springsteen, um, is that what you said? And I'm gonna go Stranger Things. <laughs> that's another one. You've but Evan Evan does, Evan probably doesn't even know what Stranger Things is. No, I know what Stranger Things is. I'm in on oh, the yeah? yeah. Name one name one Stranger Thing, bro. Jaren's Love Life. <laughs> Alright, okay. Alright. Uh okay. my last my last, I'm going to go. We don't have to get into the last. We already I don't, I don't freaking know, man. Dense. Even though it's not dense. Dense. I'm gonna go dense. dense. Strange, dense, and Springsteen-ish. Wow. <laughs> Look, Maybe, y'all tapped Evan into just described it. Oh. Evan just described himself, I think. Okay, <laughs> my, overall th- <laughs> my overall thoughts on the album were just that it's like, uh, it definitely seems like he wants one more radio hit. Yeah, I think the writing's pretty broad on a lot of songs. Like, yeah. the main thing I wanted was just some weirder subject matter in the songs. It felt very, with a couple exceptions, like kind of could have been sung by anybody. Um, that said, I think the record sounds really cohesive. It sounds good. Um, is it the most interesting thing in the world? I don't know. I feel like yeah. the '80s thing is a couple years late. Like, um. Not to say it's bad, I just feel like, I don't know, Sob Rock and all that, like, it was kind of happening when did, a few when years did, ago. When did Carrie Underwood do hers? Was that like a year and a half ago? That was last year. Last year. Last year. Uh, maybe that was like the tail end. There, yeah, there were like two songs off of, was it uh, Denim and Rhinestones? Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. Den- there were like two songs off that album that I actually thought were pretty good, but the rest of... Why won't could. they freaking release Crazy Angels as a single? I'm obsessed with how stupid that song. You hold on to that. It's one of those crazy angels. It's, that's actually um, not a bad song. Would do better than freaking Hate My Heart or whatever her song is right yeah. now. It's flopping. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't disagree yeah, about that. It feels a little dated. Anyway. Uh, there were, okay, the songs I really liked. I really like Silver and Gold. That song just works to me like it sounds a lot like dance in the dark uh I like the concept of just money is not that important that's like more interesting than some of the other concepts on the record uh 
and I think his voice sounds really good on it. I think his voice sounds... I like his voice a lot. I think it's a compelling thing to listen to. Um, yep. And then I really liked Sometimes She Stays. That was mine I that I liked. That feels like the stand, one of the standouts to me. It's it's up there for me, personally. But it's not my what favorite. Are the, what are what, the... But I know your favorite. What you do you think? It on your story. I, the yeah, Guitar I, Slinger. Yes, the Guitar Slinger... The first time I heard it, it's not like a perfect song or anything, but it's just, I don't, I think it's, it's not, I think the writing's solid. It's not like, it's not like amazing or like set apart from everything else necessarily, but I think everything about it, all of the little parts that all come together, the thing that it creates, the vibe works for me. And I like that it's six minutes long and it like, it lets itself kind of. It, I don't know. Like the, no, it maybe could have just been a three. It may it might, maybe could have just been a three minute song, but I like that it's. No, I like that it long. sits in itself I'm for not, a bit. I like I'm, it. I like. I'm not the saying it, it should be three minutes. I'm saying that like there's maybe a version of the song that is. Like if you ever, yeah, if you ever it's wanted maybe, to release maybe a worse version, down. but I'm yeah. I I like that he, he chose to do that. I. I don't know. It reminds me of. I don't know what it reminds me of. It makes me feel a certain way. I'm not really sure. It makes me feel cool. I don't know. <laughs> it's a song that I, I guess Jaren in his slinging bag or something. <laughs> and then I really like uh, Another Night in Knoxville. Me and Evan actually talked about that. Just based off of the title, it sounded like it could, it had potential to be solid, and I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Sometimes She Stays was would probably be my other one. And then I enjoyed the Ashley McBride feature. It was just a fun yeah a fun time uh, i think they sound really good together yeah i was gonna go sometimes she stays and the ashley mcbride feature simply because it is a jam and i do think like ashley mcbride and kip moore that's just a collab that i think makes a lot well of they've sense. they have done live performances together i've mm-hmm. seen them on youtube and i really enjoy them i think they did Janie blue together yes I could be wrong i think i've I, seen that i freaking love that's that might be Kip's best opener on an album, actually. Because it's really... I really like Janie Blue as an opener. Like, Damn Love on this... Like, it's it's an okay song. I thought Damn and Love was just okay. It's okay. And, uh... That's the single. I know. That being the single. It's, I feel like Sometimes She Stays is so obviously the single to I think... Yeah. I would agree. Um, I also think Kinda Bar is kinda lame. It's nice. Thank you. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> well, not, that, not that it's like a trash song just that that's how i feel about a lot of the album it's like it's kind of lame and it's kind of good like that's yeah, a kind of bar i want to drink beer at <laughs> oh wait never mind no 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 no. i was getting it mixed up you're right i dislike that song immensely thank oh, you okay. i was gonna say i was like i thought that song was really dead what, what song <laughs> did you what, what kind of song what's what song sorry i'm confusing the title with what i'm saying what song did you think we were talking about or was there I guess a... it was wrong you were I, I just wrong. Like, okay. <laughs> I thought we were. I thought. Okay. Literally, okay. I thought we were gonna move into the one you said. Oh, and the other one I liked. I thought you were gonna say Neon Blue, and I was. I do enjoy Neon, neon Blue. Blue. I like I the one neon. part where he goes up into his hands and blue. That's kind of <laughs> nice. Yeah. Anything weird on this album is the best parts of it. Like the yeah. guitar slinger goes on for so long that like it's just so safe. Otherwise. Yeah, I think my um, one. Also, one of my problems was like. You know, Kip has his his thing, and he's got his super cool, heavy, raspy voice, this 
very rocky thing. I don't think the like eighties slightly pop influence thing all glossed over just works that well with his vibe in my opinion. Like mm. I like I liked his stuff a lot better on Wild World and his other previous albums where it is a little more rocky. It's a little grittier. Whereas here I think the kind of like polished off cutesy eighties stuff like you know, Neon Blue, I do like the sound of it, but I can't... There, There's a lot of moments where I'm just like, I, hmm. this just seems like a bit of a clash. I don't I think know. I, I think I disagree to some extent. I think it, it works for me, but I also agree with you in the sense that I think, like, to me, you know I love Slow Heart. Yeah. Slow Heart is, like, for me, like, the pinnacle of, like, this is Kip at his best, doing the Kip things that he's really good at. And I think, I think he, this is a solid, like, the album sounds really good sonically, I think, but I think he's better when he's doing that more, like, just, like, hard rock sound, maybe. That's what I meant when, like, when I'm saying, when I used okay. um, cringe as an adjective. Um, <laughs> okay. That's sort of where it's just, like, you know, it's not that this is bad, but it just sounds like Kip just singing over some, like, 80s instrumentals, but I don't think it actually, like makes that much sense personally like and i i really liked uh grady your comparison to sob rock because i do definitely agree with um just that was my comparison i thought it was grady's okay whoever whoever made the comparison in the group chat i said this is this is kip's Kip's sob rock moment kip's sob rock moment okay then uh credit to james that was my bad but uh i think like naturally i think john mayer style and voice and whatnot lends itself more to this thing whereas kips just feels a little forced almost like he was like hey let me try and make an 80s album or like hey let me just try and sing over this instead it i don't know Mm. i don't know interesting that's the one so even though it's not that the album's bad or anything i i struggled sometimes to get out of this phase of like okay you just don't think it's it's not kips Number one vibe. It yeah, if I'm going his... to if I'm going to Kip, I'm going for some more gritty rock stuff. Fa- if I'm want, going, you want fast women, Kip? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I'm going for like, if I want like some throwback '80s music, I'm probably not going to Damn Love. Sure. I'm probably not going to Kip Kip Moore for my '80s dose, but hmm. oh well. Those That's are my thoughts. Point. But but album was still still good. I, I I listened to it and I was like, yeah, I did. I feel like I we're all at the same. You know what? It's weirdly reminding me of the exact tone we're all striking is how I feel like we all talked about growing up by Luke Combs. Yeah, where hmm. it's almost like, huh. yeah, you're, like there's nothing that you can say that's like, wow, this was a disaster about it. But for whatever reason, but nothing's clicking. Feeling like I that's or, a really good observation. Like actually, for sure. And you're, it's it's almost like, man, I'd almost rather be annoyed by an album than just like yeah. like it fine. I it's like what it's you like, said, like less than the sum of its parts. <laughs> like, because yeah, when I think back on this album, it's like, yeah, that was uh, yeah, all right, it was okay. No, that's a really good point because I have a feeling that there's gonna be maybe like two songs that I that stick with me that I might throw into playlists or something. Yeah, and and that's kind of what I did with growing up. There was uh, at Run in Your Memory. And uh, going, going, gone, and mm-hmm. I didn't really listen to any of the rest of that album anymore. Yeah. Uh, 
It's been interesting, though. Like, in my DMs, people are very... I mean, Kip has very passionate fans in general, but people are very up on this album. They're like, incredible album, start to finish, so glad to see you talking about it. And I'm like, well, interesting. That's not really my feeling, but... Sure. I'm glad that it's how some people are taking it. I saw that in the Overcord Discord, because um, a few people days ago... Uh, I like to, every now and then an album will come out and I'll just pop in and I'll be like, people's, what are your guys' thoughts on this album? So and so. Somebody was like, probably Kip's worst album. And then somebody else was like, I think it's his best album. And I was like, I think it's maybe his most mid album. Like, it's just kind of in the middle. Because I do think his debut album is maybe his worst one. But I think a lot of that, and it's got a game. I love his debut. I don't, a part of me doesn't like that because Kip is my favorite when he's doing the things, like, he has a lot of songs that I love on that first album, like, Hey Pretty Girl. Um, was it One Direction's debut enjoy- album, also the same title? Also called Up All Night, also the same year. It was when I first was like, I was living in- They weren't the same year. Wait, 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 wait. Talking about getting shredded, I got, uh... I lost so much weight always, and those were my two albums. They were both called Up All Night, and I would like be in Up All Night by gym. One Direction was not 2015. I didn't say that. I thought you said they were um, the same year. You said same year, I thought. Yeah. Kip's debut was not 2015. It was earlier than that. Wait, when was Kip's debut? I thought it was mid 2010s. Hold on. It's it like was early. I want to say close to like 2012. I, on I Apple Music, it's saying 2014. Oh, that's the deluxe. Wait. Probably 2013. Evan is, 2012. Evan is okay, the, fair enough. Fair enough. Evan 2012. is currently in the process of taking a massive L, actually. I'm currently in the it's process fine. of shutting you up, Jan. Uh, dude, there's a song on that <laughs> album called Where You Are Tonight that is, like, my favorite kit track ever. And honestly, a little bit similar to this album, but I think, like, a way, just in, more interesting cadences, more romantic, sexy. This just had a lot of songs where I was like, eh, this is supposed to be a radio hook. I uh, I think I just don't like... I think the reason it's my least favorite Kip album is because it has the bro-countryism era stuff with, like, like Beer Money. It's a fun song. It's just not the version of Kip that I like. And then there's uh, something about a truck, and that's also just not my preferred... Something about a truck. That's I always just... one of my exceptions to the bro- my bro-country hatred was, like, something about a truck. I enjoy it. Like, I enjoy it, but it's just not... It's not my. It's not where I go to Kip for. I guess. Yeah. My, yeah. What What hooked me on Kip was his third album, and so that's that is the sound that I like. I like the thing is I like all of his albums. It's just the first one has, for me personally, has the lowest lows, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. But there's really good songs like Faith When I Fall is really good. Um, hey, Pretty Girl is great. Crazy One More Time. And also the redone version are both really good. Uh, Do you think his Instagram message was weird when he po- when he like said that this album was out? And I forget the language. Let me just pull it up right here. I read it, but I thought this line was interesting. Let me find it. Uh... Okay, he said, "What a journey! Eleven years of making records with UMG." That's the very first line. Yeah, I'm it sounds for like every he's... single moment, blah blah blah, and like, here's to you guys and record number five. Now go stream this damn thing. 
Um, I was like, are you, is this like a soft way of saying you're dropped or something? Or it was just an odd, to me, it was a weird way to yeah. start it. Like 11 I, years of making records with UMG. Now that you say that, I remember reading that and having a similar feeling. Like when I read that first line, it sounds I, like a departure. It sounds like he's, this is my last album with this record label or something along those lines. Yeah. That's a, I'm glad you brought that up because I I remember thinking that, but then that didn't happen, so I kind of just forgot about it. <laughs> Jaren's brain he's still can only on their website. So much. Still on, he's still on the UMG Nashville website. So he's still kicking so, around for now. That's interesting. So, but it's it felt weird to me. It felt even if he's just like planting that seed. Also, of... I want to. Address... Sorry, were you saying something? Sorry. Oh, no. Seed of. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I was a little confused at the rollout of this album because he dropped that damn love single not too long ago. Like it wasn't that long ago. And that was the first song off of this album that we heard. I think. Yeah. Cause he had the songs the, last year that never made this. He, he released a song in 2021 and two songs in 2022, all three of which I enjoyed. And I, three of all three of which I kind of wish were on this album because I think that they're all really good and they just aren't on a project. And then there's the whole weird Morgan Wade collaboration, but at first she's just in the music video and then that was such an odd. And then she's in the song, but she doesn't have, she doesn't, she's not really in it, but she kind of is. And then, sorry, those three minutes of Morgan Wade, just like crawling all over Kip Moore. I was just like, sexily grabbing Kip Moore's body. How old is Morgan Wade? About at least 10 years younger. I think I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Um, Uh, yeah, this rollout was was weird because I think like, look, yeah, that's a 15 year age gap. Really, like I know uh, they're of consent, but that still just feels like a case. It just gives off case vibes. Okay, it feels, it feels like a case. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> well, I think the rollout, like, it, it's just one of these artists that doesn't want to like do TikToks and play the social media game. And sure. I just think like you don't have a career without it anymore. Like, if you want to convert new people to listen and build the hype, like, it's really a non-negotiable in my mind that you're going to have to have some social presence. And even, like, they dropped, like, the first song, dropped, like, a weird still image on TikTok or something. And I remember he just posted, like, a story that was, like, go look at my TikTok to watch this. And I was like, what? What a bizarre thing to do, to post an Insta story saying go to TikTok. Um yeah. Like, I kind of think you can't do this thing where it's like, hey, I want you to look at me, but, like, I also don't want to play the game. And then he's still, look, I love Kip. He's, a, he's, I literally consider him a friend, but he said, never censor what I have to say about him. So here I am. The whole idea of spending a ton of money, like, on music videos is dumb. Like, and he's still doing this thing of, like, oh, go check out the music video now and, like, even big people, like, they drop a music video and it is not, like, getting 10 million views on day one. Like, even Zach just did Oklahoma Smoke Show. I noticed the views. Like, it wasn't what like I thought it would be. Thousand. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I haven't like, watched it yet. <laughs> I have. It was pretty cool. It's actually awesome. 
really that's what really I, like that's what I've heard. I just need to I need to go watch so it. So beautiful. Um, but I think like that's a really dated thing when you could literally just be like, I don't know. I feel like if he just played songs, you don't have to do anything cringe. You don't have to point at lyrics. You don't have to lip sync. None of that. If he just did what he's already doing or had someone film like his sound check in a cool way, um, and just had it, I don't know, like there's no playing ball with the new audience. And so I feel like it's, I don't know. Just, I think that's part of how are you supposed to roll out an album in a cool way? If like they're, you're a bit obstinate to the modern ways of marketing music. Yeah. Hmm. No. Yeah. I feel like the only person who like, <laughs> I find out when they drop a music, like the only person who in, to my knowledge, who when they drop a music video, people actually care. Harry freaking Styles. This guy, I swear, whenever he drops a music video, it's everywhere. Everyone's, and I always go to check the views. And this guy will literally have like 5 million views in three hours. And it's like, I know you're big, but no one else cares when music videos drop. He, except well, his fan base must be Unless nuts. you make a big they statement. Are, but, unless you make a big statement. But he doesn't. Like, that's the thing. Like, he look, just... There's a... There's there's at least like seventy million white girls in this world that have the ringer notification on 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 YouTube. It'll go. It'll notify their email. It notifies them on YouTube, and that's the first thing they do. It I've must gone to, be. I went to college with a million with at least at least probably five of those girls, and my college was extremely small. So just like if you go to any college that's bigger that than that which is most of them, you're going to have a high percentage. It must people. be, but it's just nuts. Like, cause I remember the one time everyone was like, he dropped a music video for golden a few years ago and oh my gosh, it was all I could see anywhere on social media. And mm. I watched the video thinking, Oh, this must be like a cool short film or something. Nah, he's just running around Italy. And I'm like, this isn't a bad music video, but for some reason, his, his music videos, people just, I don't know that. So I, I agree with what Grady's saying. I just had to vent that on the t- random on the topic of music videos. It's interesting Could... though because like wait oh. wait I just have to say this yeah go it's interesting to me that like there are random exceptions sometimes like I remember when Flowers by Miley Cyrus came out it did actually have one of the biggest first days ever on YouTube yeah. history for a new music video this year. It's just odd. Which is interesting. It's against all the trends. And that video, I just looked at it, has 413 million views. Oh. But then something like Antihero by Taylor Swift. We'll have like 10 million or Another ginormous hit. It has 113 million. But like by every account, Taylor outstreams, outsells everything with Miley. But for whatever reason, Miley's video just like hit the zeitgeist in this perfect way of like, Oh, is she shading her ex-husband? And that, like, whatever it was about that video, it just, like, hit the zeitgeist in a way that it was massive. Mm. What are Kip's doing? Let's look at them as we're on crap. That's, okay, a, that, kind of bar, that's a good point. 242,000 in its first month. Damn love, 337,000. So, Which one you consider to a sub count isn't awful. But you know, yeah, he, yeah, it probably you consider could it to be. a sub count, but it's different for artists. I feel like they That's can fair. Like, live on a lot more. And it's like if they have this Vivo connection, which they all do, they should be getting like platformed. They can like kind of push music further through YouTube music. But I don't know. They're not like to me. One hundred seventy three thousand views on a video that probably costs, I don't know what, thirty, forty thousand dollars to make for a cheap video. Um 
it's not like the best return on investment as far as just like making short form content and being like a I, I just think he's got to adapt in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and yeah, I've, what were you going to say? We adapted it. this. We interrupted you. Oh, me? I interrupted you. Well, when you were talking about music videos, then I talked about um, Well, I just, you, we were talking about music videos and it got me thinking that I, probably my favorite music video in the, maybe the past, I don't know, five years, maybe ever, I don't know. It's really good. Is Chase Rice's uh, Bitch Seat. I think is a really underrated. It's a surprisingly well done music video, I think. And and I don't maybe I shouldn't say surprising, but I just don't have expectations for Chris Rice, which was maybe Chris. um which is maybe maybe I need to do some self evaluation there. But Yeah, you did just call him Chris, so Did I say Chris? <laughs> yeah. Chase Rice, sorry. Yeah. No, you're just proving your point. And this is this is this is a daily you know, this is a daily occurrence. This is this this happens all the time. Um I just think that's an exceptional music video. Like he's even not that like when I saw that he was acting in it, I was like, oh no, is this like is this going to be like horrible? But it was like competent. So I was I don't know. It's a especially for a just a uh, a country musician like him, I think mm-hmm. it's a pretty good music video, and it seems like most people really like it. And I like that. I also appreciate that music videos aren't just like weird, like sexy thing with like people grabbing each other's bodies, and it actually has like a message or yeah. an artistic vision. I like that. And so I hate when videos get hyped up like they're gonna have one, and it winds up just being but it's just nothing. It's just but yeah. I'm just like. I just think like the way there the way if I were you know somehow running a label and telling artists like here's what you should do for your music video I feel like I would almost point to things like Kelsey Ballerini's yeah. recent a hmm. project yeah because super like, recognizable almost what you want a video to be right now is something that can be easily propagated across lots of other platforms. I feel like that video was basically like six separate set pieces where she's like standing in one place or sitting in one place or in bed in this one position and kind of like singing to camera. And it's just very easy to cut out like a little portrait of that and put it on Instagram or TikTok or wherever else. And those places are like top of the funnel to get you to the actual short film on YouTube because that thing has 1.5 million views. Not amazing, but you would think it had like a hundred million based on the impact that it had culturally in terms of like, it really made Kelsey Ballerini a star. But yeah. I think it probably happened mostly off YouTube. Um, it happened on like all the other platforms where hmm. more did, girls hang out. Did you know Kelsey Ballerini <laughs> is dating? Uh, I did. Chase Stone. I saw that. I just so, found that out the other day. I was like, what? I think it's so, I think it's so put together, frankly. It's so yeah. I think odd. I think it, it feels like a weird PR move. But you know yeah. what's weirder? Chase Stokes is older than Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah. It just yeah. seems is odd. That, how's that weird? Because Okay, maybe because I only know... He plays a young... He yeah, plays he a plays, young guy, and I, I don't know. Kelsey's just been around for a minute, so I feel like... I don't know. I, I just found that out the other day. I think I saw um, she was doing a show. So maybe it was at an award show. The way that I found out was like there was like a video of like him like clapping like this at like one of her uh, shows, and a bunch of people were like, "Who's gonna tell her?" 
like a bunch of people were like, oh, he's gay. Like, and I was, I was like, what? Like, guys, yeah, I'm surprised he's. I didn't turn the comments off on that. Yeah, I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, guys, it's like, I don't know if I, I don't think he's gay, but also I don't know the guy. So it's like, it's one bit. People are so, people on the internet. I don't Everybody, want I, everyone on the internet so mean. Have you heard that song? It's, it's not even that they're mean. It's like they're they're just like who's gonna tell her? Like, like what? Like, just to he's it's her. I don't know. I'm just I'm at a loss for words. People <laughs> surprise people on the internet surprise me and they shouldn't. <laughs> but here here we are. Well, they should <laughs> surprise you. They shouldn't impress you. But. I guess. I guess. Okay. Oh, do you have a question, Jaren? I, I do. What are you listening to? I'm currently listening to 1900 soap operas in Armenian. No. Um, I, let me pull it up. I am currently listening to uh, an album from last year that I just found recently called I Would Have Followed You in Brackets uh, by Delaney Bailey. Uh, a friend sent me one of her songs, and I was like, dang, that's kind of good. So I checked out her uh, her album. I believe it's, yeah, her only album. It's short, I seven songs. Think... Oh, are you? Uh... I, oh, I've heard of her. I've heard of yeah. Her. It's a really freaking cool album. It's just like very reverby, very lush, slow, soft, like acoustic folk songs. And they're very personal. Her writing style is really, like... I almost want to say if Olivia Rodrigo, like, didn't do punk rock. It's just... It's very young. It's very feminine. It's very sassy. But it's also very cool. Like, there's a song about... Or there's a song called Forgetting Delaney. Which is literally just her creating this idea of what her ex-boyfriend is doing to try and forget Delaney. But she's like, you'll never forget Delaney. And it's like this weird third person moment, but it's actually kind of cool. And it is just like 21 minutes of like really, really dope acoustic music. Her voice is her voice very much Lizzie McAlpine. I, I better mm-hmm. not forget to say this, like almost it's a similar vibe, almost sounds freakishly. Her voice almost sounds freakishly like Lizzie. Um, but if you're like me and you want you wish Lizzie would make more acoustic music, because I've been wishing for that so much which is why i didn't really like her new album that this is my this is my escape <laughs> delaney have bailey's you, album it's dope have you gone back and listened yeah and Lindsay? look was i harsh on it th- th- does it yes. still make you want to uh curb stomp a baby <laughs> um <laughs> maybe i'll only like slap the baby up i don't know but um <laughs> it's still just not like okay the one that so I re-listened to it, and I still—it's just not my thing. Other than Ceilings, um, sure. which I think is—I mean, it's her big hit, but like, that's the vibe I like. I, uh, she has a tiny desk performance, um, and it's incredible. And she—she uh, she does all my ghosts, and oh my gosh, acoustic all my ghosts makes me like—I'm—I mean, don't know. It just makes me. And like, then I went, I was like, Kate, let me give the studio version another try because that song is so pretty. And I went back and I gave it another try and this 
this this pop yeah. rock thing comes in, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. It's we not what a, the doctor ordered. We have, we have such a different experience with this album. I know. I, I, Grady, I do you have an experience with this album? Only through TikTok, to be honest with you. Like, mm. just it was such a trend for... Like people to run, run, and like, downs, like through the street to the song ceiling. You know what? Actually, um, Jaron, we were ahead on Lizzie McAlpine. I was extremely ahead on. You were Lizzie extremely McAlpine. ahead, and you got me I, to be quite ahead. Yeah, I before she she really took off. Like a probably about a year ago now was when she really kind of started to get a lot of momentum. It seems like, but it was I found uh, her. It was old. It was before very, that you showed me her. I found her at the very, very end of 2021, or like the like the very first week of 2022, and then like six months later, she started to kind of, but not that she was like extremely small back then, but she no. was significantly less. She had she had less notoriety than she does now by a significant margin, uh, but at that time, her uh, second album hadn't come out yet. Uh, but that, that was when I sent, that's when I brought, give me a minute. Um, and I love that as, uh, during this segment, actually, I brought, give me a minute during this segment and I discovered it because her song to the, to the mountains had auto played on Spotify. And that song caused me to listen to the entire album. I love Spotify. Spotify's autoplay features. I just love it. Cause it just gives me, it blesses me. They do me. a pretty good job. Yeah. It blesses me with, with, with things that my ears enjoy. Um, one thing on the Delaney, uh, the Delaney train, uh, the only song that I know by her is a song that my buddy Austin recommended to me, like this past summer. And it's called Jay's lullaby. Yeah. That's the opener of this album. Yeah. It says, darling, I'd wait for you. And that song is a banger. I really like it. The whole, that is my only, that's my only, uh, I, what, what, what I say? That's my only taste of her, I guess. Oh, I shouldn't say it like that. That, was that sounds that's my, so nuts. That's my only clip that. Uh... Clip that. <laughs> nah, that was. That's got to be like a three-second clip with no context attached. <laughs> okay. All right, Grady, what are you listening? Is to? Delaney Bailey above the age of eighteen? Because <laughs> uh... then Jaron's really in trouble. <laughs> it's not uh... what I meant. It's not what I meant. What am I listening to? The other day I had a... I didn't know we were doing this, so this is off the cuff. But That's okay. Uh, I, I had a weird moment in the car the other day where I was like, man, I really, really like this one song on the Ian Munsick record. I still haven't oh, got to that. I, we, neither of us have listened I've to downloaded that. it, but I haven't got to it yet. How is it? Okay, there's this one song called Barn Burner, and it's like... Mm. Can't put mm. any, like, you know, actual, thoughtful, like cultural commentary onto this song because he basically like you know burns down his ex's house because uh she cheats on him or whatever um and but there's this whole breakdown it gets really fast and fiddly and he's like i got me a pocket full of matches i got me a broken heart um and it's like it becomes (laughs) like this little like two minute jam at the end about like like we gonna go burn your crib it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, going up in flames no that's what he says he literally goes when you've got a pocket full of matches the fire's bound to start but the whole song's like 
I'm not saying I did it. I'm not saying I didn't, but she broke my heart and her barn burned down. Um, <laughs> and um, it's like, that's kind of dope. I need to listen to he's that. He's sort album. of a psycho ex-boyfriend, but that's like kind of what's fun about it. It's mm-hmm. very Ian Munsick. It's very like a mix of really cool mountain sounds. And then like, whoa, this is like so much more production than I would expect on a cowboy record. But I respect sure. it. It's at least like a very it's recognizable his thing. brand. Yeah. It's so his thing. Uh, and there's like seven or eight really good songs on it. Um, so I'm listening to that. But then the very next song, I was like, now what do I want to hear? And I listened <laughs> to the song called He Set Her Off by Emily Ann Roberts. Um, just because the fiddle was making me think of it. But that song is also about burning someone's house down, uh, where she burns, like, this guy's house down. And so I think I just was, like, on Sunday reflecting, like, oh, Brady I'm likes weird, arson. silly mood, and I like arson, like, cheating <laughs> arson songs. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, I'm, what, Grady, I know you love that album cover. Can you walk me through that? Like, what's the thought process? Oh, yeah, we, we discussed this. Yeah, the, uh, it just has an attitude, weird AF. It looks to me like something either, it's like halfway between one of those stores at the mall that sell rain sticks, and it's called, like, Natural Wonders. Okay. They have tumbled rocks, and maybe you'd have, like, a crazy, like, like a wolf uh, tea. Sure. And then something that you'd also see at, like, a truck stop. Um like it, it feels like a little bit between those. And I don't know. I just think it's like stylish. It's like one of those poorly movie. made wolf t-shirts that like 60 year old dudes wear <laughs> that are like that, that yeah. like drive Harley Davidson's like that kind of vibe. Yes. Or don't even drive Harley Davidson's, but like wear uh cargo shorts to like a Braves game. Um, and, and, and like, like have <laughs> like sit on one of those little people that have one of those little like pillows for sitting in the stands yeah um i feel like they would wear a shirt like that okay yeah i got it and you just like you like that it's just I'm that not far off from that i was i saw myself in the mirror the other day i have <laughs> old man legs my legs are like pretty pale and like you know like many men just like not fully like they used to be like have hair all over my legs now it's just like they're kind of splotchy and pale i'm like oh gosh i look like a grandpa <laughs> so anyway maybe i should go get a wolf too i got a grady out. leg review oh, we good show there. and tell we good 35 of men 35 of men have a form of leg alopecia i uh, just review legs <laughs> send in leg pics <laughs> grady, grady um dude make, legs you're... are like so specifically like the knee to ankle area like are just so unerogenous like i feel like there is a way in which like you see it in the comments of like whenever carrie underwood does anything like all the comments are like omg her legs and girls are like i would kill to have her legs um dude legs so i'm not saying legs aren't sexy but specifically my legs aren't sexy. i'd, I'd <laughs> kill i'd kill for evan's legs i got i got wow. soccer calves i got nice calves that's that's I the pride. I am a. I work out with my friends, but I'm still the skinniest. But my I, point of pride is my wow. calves. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Okay. I got gamer calves. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that kind of hurt. I'm not gonna lie. That stretch camera. didn't work. Whip them, whip them out, Grady. No whip way. them out. No way. I have to watch my workout vlogs on my Insta story. <laughs> All right, Evan. I need you to ask me the question. Hey, Jerry. What time is it, Mister Wolf? Oh. <laughs> okay um i'm listening to um an album by eloise 
who I have talked about on the podcast. I was going to say, I 100% know that. Once or twice before. Um, and also another artist adjacent to... Somewhat adjacent to the vibe of Lizzie McAlpine. I discovered her because she autoplayed after I was listening to Lizzie McAlpine. How do you um, spell it again? Uh, E-L-O-I-S-E. Um, her newest album, Drunk on a Flight, came out like three weeks ago. And I've been listening to it a lot these past two weeks. It's just kind of like this very chill... It's almost... I mean, I would compare it a little bit to Give Me a Minute by Lizzie, but it's a little bit more like lo-fi vibes, if that makes sense. Like there's some, there's a little bit more funky production going on, but it's, it can be sassy at times, which I really like. And it's also very heartfelt and just honest. And like, she has a song, what is it? I'm trying to remember what it was. uh, Is it Giant Feelings? She's just, like, brutally honest about this past relationship she's had with this guy. And I find it extremely charismatic, maybe. Um, Just in the way that she delivers the song. And I think that the whole album is just a vibe. So if... For the people that know that I like Sierra Eagleson, Lizzie McAlpine, that, that kind of acoustic, chill vibe, this would be a recommendation in that realm. I also really like the album art. It's not cool. It's I was just a picture. It. It's just, I just, I don't know. It's literally just her holding up a picture frame in front of it. It looks like she's almost like in fr- outside of an airport, which would make sense since the album's called Drunk on a Flight. So it probably is her outside of an airport. Um, Most likely. And then I do uh, get your bingo cards out because I have a second thing. <laughs> uh, I... Got on a really weird... I'm doing side quests right now. Uh, I... I... I got onto this weird thing of listening to Colby Calais uh, mm-hmm. recently. Um, I'm not really sure what provoked it. It just kind of happened. She had a... Like a... What do you call it? A compilation album come out in March with like all of her like kind of like top hits and whatever so like uh bubbly's on here fallen for you lucky with jason mraz brighter than the sun brighter than the sun is on here for that song it's like it's well listening to this album has for one one it's introduced me to a lot of colby calais songs that i haven't heard before and one it's reminding me how much i really like her like a lot like i just it's a very her defunct country band uh Gone oh, West. Gone West. She did Gone. That's right. She was oh, in Gone West for like a year. I, I kind of. What was the, the? They have Gone one West. song called "Slow Down" that I really liked. Well, they had. Made me want to slow down. Hold on, I gotta yeah. look them up now that you're title track. I Gone West. I like their. I like that album. Where the heartbreak is. Um, what could have been in Gone West? Where they were pretty good, and they just stopped. Oh, so. she split up from her like. The, the dude, the, the other, there were four people in the band. Uh-huh. The other two were a couple, and then like her and her. I don't think it was her husband, but they'd been together for like twelve years. So they broke up, and I think just, uh, like, band kind of broke up with just, them. Just kind of ruined the vibe. Yeah, Colby, she has a Taylor collab, right? Is that on that album? I, I do. Does she? Because it's not. I on really want to say that Taylor 
really want to say Taylor and Colby had a song together. Am I making you, this up? You want to know what collab is on this album? It's a collab with Common. And I will say, listen, I've listened to this compilation album probably like four or five times now. And it's probably like the worst song here. It's just not. <laughs> it's just a weird, like, why is Common... I don't know what we're doing. It's just, it's jarring. It's like really jarring. Like you're listening, you're listening to like bubbly and all this other stuff. And then like, there's the Jason Mraz feature and then, and then commons just doing his thing on one of these songs. And it's like, this is, this is a different, that's pretty random. It's, it's just weird that he's on this album. Um, yes, I have confirmed that Colby was, is the featured artist on Taylor's song breathe from fearless oh it's it's the taylor song okay yeah yeah that that sounds right all these people that are getting to re-record they're like all these people that aren't that popular anymore getting to re-record the taylor's version songs Mm -hmm. gotta be fun for them to be like oh sweet like her stock has risen exponentially and now i get to re-record with her yeah honestly um but yeah i don't I one Colby Clay song and, and I'll wrap this up in a second. Uh I've always loved like Lucky and Brighter Than the Sun and other stuff like that, but one that I've been it's like not her like most popular, but it's still up there, is Fallen for You. I've just it's really grown on me a lot over the past. Yeah. I just it's just got a nice chorus and it just it just sounds really nice. Just it's very very pretty. I don't know. I love it. So, that's that's uh, the end of what are we listening to? Well, Jaren, listen I got I got I got a follow up question though. What what, what sweetie? <laughs> Hit me. Who the frick is that guy? Ah, oh my gosh. Who you the heard frick is that guy? Wow. Who the <laughs> freak is that guy? <laughs> oh, uh-huh. I, I have to acknowledge last episode when we opened with the british accents people really liked that apparently right then we're gonna do who the frick today right Got then the, you must Oi. guess in a british accent no off, exceptions <laughs> Oi, brother you're gonna get smacked up yeah you're gonna get proper smack bro you'll get brady grady's just like what is what you is went to england grady give a, us the accent company in london and I'm i was gonna say They'll see this and then be offended. Um, we mean no offense. Uh, we got a double whammy of who the frick today. I have who the frick, and Grady's gonna gonna sauce it up. He's gonna take the stand after. So, uh, do we want to just just jump right into it? Play along at home. Yeah, if you're, my if body you're new, is ready. If you're new, uh, you're gonna have three get three clues and one guess per clue to guess who the frick I am talking about. So, beginning. This artist had a streak of 21 consecutive number one singles. Okay. Hmm. Which seems crazy to me. I googled that. I was like, dang! I'm gonna let Grady go first because he's the guest, but also... Because you don't know what to say. (laughs) I also don't know what to say. (laughs) Scared I'll get it right. Very successful. If you get it right, then Evan sucks. And look, it's happened to me before, and that's because it's like I wanna, didn't. It's like a... when someone asks you a thing you know, where they're like, "Guess how? Guess how many people go?" Wait, to do you have? Oh, and then someone's like, "Grady just knows know things, know man." 
I'm going to guess, look, I'm just saying I want the game to go longer. So maybe I'll throw out a bad guess now. I'm going to write it on this piece of paper. Okay. Uh, you can look. I'll show it to, this is the back of the paper. I haven't shown my guess. This is what the paper looks like. And okay. I'm folding it. And I will keep it, you know, right here on my collar. <laughs> so you can see that I haven't changed my answer. Uh, my guess is Harry Underwood. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jaren. I'm not, I don't feel good about this. I'm not. Guess. I yeah, yeah, you each gonna... get a guess because there's a winner in it. Yeah. yeah, well, we're going to. Oh, yeah, because I guess there's like a third person adds a new dimension to it. Yeah, well, I mean, we've done it with a third person. It's just been yeah. a while. Just playing we're... against each other. Um, how this will work is if me and you both don't get it on the first round, we go to the second round and yada, 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 yada. Whatever. I, um, I, I would have just ruthlessly guessed my real guess. Well, you can do it. You can do it next round. Guess. You get a free guess. I'm confident. <laughs> oh, Grady's feeling himself. All right. Give us something, Jaren. I said Tim McGraw. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I told you I didn't feel good about that. This artist catalog. Excluding, think... excluding like holiday and compilation things, has sixteen albums spanning okay. from nineteen eighty to two thousand and one. Grady's paper ain't looking too good. No, we're just gonna put it down in here. <laughs> that paper never existed. Okay, two thousand and one. Nineteen eighty to two thousand one. Okay, maybe now I'll say. I'm out of my league. Oh, man. Maybe Hank Williams Jr.? That'd be incorrect, sir. Hand it over to Jan. The third clue is a massive hint. Like, I feel like you'll get it on the third clue. Right now, it's kind of kind of up in the air, kind of vague. I'm just giving you, like, success I, and uh, I just don't Not much about guess. the actual. Like, no one that I'm thinking of, like, it couldn't be. Then just throw out, like, a, like a Lil Nas X or, like, a, something like that. No, that's just a horrible guess. Like, that's just not even good at all. Like, that's just far. Okay, here, let's do uh Oh, what's that one guy's name? No, but he's come out with stuff. Willie Nelson. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, no. Um, Joe, Joe Nichols. That would be incorrect, <laughs> sir. All right, third clue is probably a massive hint. I... I, I I kept this third clue till the end because I feel like if I said it right away, it'd be kind of obvious. Um, this artist is a band con- that began with oh. three cousins. It started out as three cousins. I think I might potentially... I can't look anything up. I'm not going to do it. I almost just clicked on Spotify. <laughs> do you have a uh, guess, Jaren? It's a band. <clears throat> well, Grady, do you want to go first, or should I just... No. I don't know. Are we, like, crossing... Can I ask a question? And you don't have yeah. to answer it. Are we, like... Is this, like, just a country band, or are we, like... Is there some, what? like, other country. genre? It's just a country? Country. Okay. It can't be... Now, I will say, it began as a group of three cousins numbers and faces may have changed over the years so don't necessarily have to think trio if that helps or it could be a trio i feel like i'm i'm just gonna embarrass myself 
Maybe because I'm not knowledgeable enough about this band that I'm about to guess. Um, I'll just do it. It's wrong. I'm pretty sure it's wrong. Alabama. Grady, do you have a guess? Alabama. The answer is Alabama. My God. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> they I, wow. I, I was not confident about that. I know nothing about Alabama. I, just, I, I mean, I, I love Alabama. I, I, I love Alabama. Like, I almost I guessed, guess. and I'm. I knew it wasn't what, right. What was it? Like Taylor Swift or something? Was Luke Bryan? Ah. Uh, I did Google it after. He did have 26 consecutive number ones. <laughs> so I was like, I knew he had like a crazy streak of number ones. Not nice. Alabama had 21. Yeah, I dude, I love Alabama, and like my grandma also loves Alabama. So me and my grandma will just like we'll throw I, Alabama on the back. I love. I just music. don't. I I've never just I don't really know any Alabama stuff. One time, like, I just do you know the show, the song rather, um, "Angels Among Us"? I don't yes. Think so. It has like a whole spoken word intro. I once said yeah. this like talent show thing where it was like, I was walking home from school on a cold winter day, took a shortcut through the woods, and I lost my way. It was getting late, <laughs> and I was scared and alone. It's like a long whole thing. I love Alabama. Uh, hmm. They they have my they have my heart. I uh, okay so I have no attachment. You know I'm what bugs me though? Real that. quick, real quick. One of my favorite Alabama albums, my grandma's favorite Alabama album, has such a like. I have I like pretty much all their album covers except one of one of their best, "Dancing on the Boulevard" from nineteen ninety seven. Oh my gosh, it looks like it's a disgrace in every now. way, shape, and form. You can Google it on your own time. Dancing on the Boulevard by Alabama. Alabama. The, the cover makes me want to just not see. But I love looking up pictures of the uh, what's the lead singer's name? Um, I don't know. Oh, shit. I don't know. Not Alan. He Who's has like Alan? a crazy Randy Owen. Randy you look Owen. Up, like Randy Owen in his prime. Just a crazy unibrow. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Not like he's he's gotten it worked on since, but like. The early days of Alabama, just like fully attached eyebrows. It's amazing. Yeah, that uh, that Dancing on the Boulevard album cover is not not preferable. No, not not the play, not the move. I would say. Um, I almost guessed Hootie and the Blowfish, but I was like, that's just not right. <laughs> I was like, that's just wrong. So don't guess that. And so I just went with Alabama because that's the only other one I could think of. And I'm glad I did. I am too. Yeah. I think 80s superstars, I think Alabama. Yeah. My clues aren't as good for my what the frick. But you're coming up um, with this like off your head, right? No, I, I, I have a little prep. Okay, here's okay. your first clue. Who the frick? This artist. Ailes. Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh no, I know this because I remember hearing that and thinking, there's a place called Hershey? Oh. There's actually a whole place called Hershey Park. Crap. Oh no, I know this. Chocolate themed rides. I think Hershey. I remember the gender. Um, but I. Uh... They're, a, they're an Apache attack helicopter. Pennsylvania. Um. Shit. I. This doesn't. This doesn't. This doesn't help much at all. This doesn't affect me. I, no, I'm going to hate not... it when I find out who it is because I know I've heard this somewhere. I'm going to guess. Someone random for now. Joe Nichols. No. 
Um, <laughs> for some reason, I feel like it's a girl, and I don't know where this girl's from, so I'm just going to say Megan Maroney. Got the album coming out tomorrow, but I... She's from, she's from Georgia. It, oh, oh, wait. Um, Idiot. Whole thing of, like, Tennessee. Or... It's okay. But I would say, <laughs> as far as... This this artist is closer, much closer to Meg Maroney era and age than Joe Nichols era and age. Okay. Um, it's a hint. Okay. So I'm in the book. This artist... Oh, I know this. I don't know which clue to give first. This artist... What do you think will give away less? Uh, I suppose this artist has 2 million followers on TikTok. Ooh. Oh, TikTok moment. Priscilla Block. No. That was my guess. I, that was just like a quick shot. I, I heard TikTok and I... Bumping on and TikTok I from Pennsylvania. It's a great guess. Um... Oh, are you kidding me? What's it? No, that's not. It can't be. I'm going to be upset. It can't. This is going to be so wrong. But be, I'm not on TikTok, so I don't. No, you never know anything going on on TikTok. I don't know yeah, what's going know. on. Neither of us. Neither of us. Are on and TikTok. I know. I don't think. Uh, I don't think it's going to be right. But as far as people that I know are doing something, Sam Barber. But I. That's not. That's a lot of know. followers. I know. That's what I mean. Um. Alright, last one. This artist famously drinks and cries in the shower. <laughs> oh, 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 crap. I What? Oh, I know who it is. Ah! No, what's his name? Oh, 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 Warren Ziders. Warren Ziders. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. Warren Ziders. Oh! <laughs> what? Just... <laughs> He's pouring alcohol on his I knew it immediately. I knew it immediately. Oh, <laughs> he's wrong from Hershey. Because I think I, was... I think I did Warren in my um. Oh, I think it's because I'm pretty sure I did Warren as one of the artists when I did the video of our country artists actually from small towns. So I was googling where they're all from, and I remember seeing Hershey. Pen- I was like, oh, the place called Hershey. Crap. Oh my goodness, Shoot. that is hilarious. I, like, if you had led with that joke, I would have got yeah, I would have gotten that immediately. Like, I'm, gl- so I'm glad you, you waited. Last. Yeah, I'm was, glad was you ex- waited. He shares a manager with Priscilla, so it was interesting. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's well, well, well. That um, for listeners at home, hope you uh, hope you got them wrong. Honestly, I hope your <laughs> I hope your mind was boggled today. Hope you um, took L's. I hope you took some pretty sizable L's. And, Almost and as big of an L as my Edmonton Oilers took last night. They made me want to punch a hole in the earth. <laughs> Sorry. The uh, playoffs are the, the playoffs are, are are well underway and Edmonton made it to the second round and second round started and we just blew it. Well, the yeah. first game, but it's tough. The NBA playoffs are on right now too, right? They are. Um How's the your Pacers, Pacers are not and then they're not in the playoffs. Oh, they're not but, in the playoffs. Oh, well, we're 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 rebuilding. We're on the we're on the up and up, bro. Okay, so like chill out. Okay, all right. Um, I I was a I was a I was an inductee. Is that a good way to say it? Probably not. I was a. I don't know. Honorary? No, that's still not good. I was a temporary. Let's deal with that. Uh, Kings fan. Um, and they took the Warriors to seven. Also, this is a fun fact. Game seven of the first round. Was the uh, of the Kings and the Warriors was the most viewed NBA uh, first round game ever? 
hmm. which was pretty cool. Um, that was a really cool series. Um, but sadly, the Kings lost. They got blown out by 20 points in that last game. Um, but the fact that they took the Warriors to seven is a statement. Brady, do you, I, I forget, do you follow any sports? No. Uh, not really. I think I really, I mean, I used to try to feel some kind of... I remember you talking about football, like the indoor football and stuff. Oh, yeah. But it's like, honestly, when I committed to going full-time on YouTube, it was, it made it a lot easier to kind of give up the ghosts because I was just like, there really isn't enough room in my brain to consume this level of music and also try to keep up with other forms of pop culture. And ultimately, sports just are another form of pop culture. So I just got to... Would you... Would you like to just become a temporary Edmonton Oilers fan for as long as we're in the playoffs? Just, just adapt that. Just, just hop on for like just Ma- two Ma- weeks. Ma- Jersey then, Evan. For like Ma- three Ma- weeks, Jersey. just embrace what? it. I just yeah. actually hold on, hold on. Show and tell time. Right? <laughs> nah, this is nice. Okay, I just got so I grew out of my all my Oilers things I'd grown out of. So I needed a new jersey, and there was a nice little sale on. Wow. His mic works so well, even when he's across the room. I, I know, Look I know. It's always, oh. it's always surprising. It's always surprising. Look at that. Dreisaitl. My boy scored four goals last night. Did he say Dreisaitl? And we still lost. What a name. But he still scored four goals. I'm going to throw this on for the remainder of the episode. My Oilers. <laughs> That's awesome. I got a... I'm not going to go up and get us. it. But I recently, I recently got a... Chicago Bulls, DeMar DeRozan, City jersey, which was pretty dope. Um, but I'm not going to go get it because I don't feel like it. Grady, remember <laughs> when you came to the App Predators game and just didn't know what was going on? It was, yeah, I, by the third period, it was so fun. Dude, you should just like, I, reason, for, for the like. The reason I don't want to randomly root for the, the Oilers, though, is because when I lived in New York, this is a true story that really illustrates how crazy some fans are. I fell into this like random group of Alabama people in New York. My fr- a lot of my friends were from Alabama. So if someone was having a viewing party at their apartment and we were watching Alabama and Auburn and what ended up being like a pretty historic game because at the very last second, I think they returned a kick like 90 yards or something <laughs> and got a touchdown at the end. But I, everyone there was an Alabama fan and they were like, it's kind of not as fun without like someone that's like rooting for the other team they're like Grady you just root for like Auburn so we can have someone to like boo at and stuff and I was like I'm down with that I have no horse in this race so I was just sort of being like was the dude that said like woo or like yeah go Auburn blah 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 (laughs) when they when that play happened and Auburn like surprised beat them in the last seconds that entire group of people got not playfully angry with me, but started like yelling at me, being like, sh- like just literally like, shut up! Like that wasn't even a good play. Like your your team, it, like they <laughs> cheated, it. and I was like, what the hell? Like they literally don't care. I was playing. You told me to do this, um, and they all got really mad. It was super awkward, and so I'm scared of such transactions of being like a fake Oilers fan. For no one in the country music it. community cares enough about hockey other than my boy Fabricio. So. Oh, Carrie Underwood's <laughs> husband is quaking. Um, Mike Fisher. <laughs> quaking with anger right now. I, I've i only ever been to one hockey game. It's a minor league indie fuel game, but I enjoyed it. I like watching them fight. 
It's fun. So, dude, it's Best so funny. People game. like don't understand that fighting's a thing. And frankly, fair enough. Because it does seem absurd that at any point in the game, two players <laughs> can stop the entire play by throwing their gloves <laughs> off and the referees will let them have a boxing match in the middle of the ice. Yeah. Yeah. It did, but when you're growing up around it, you're just like, yeah, or like, dude. Anytime when we're, when you're at like a hockey game or anything, yeah, people go like nuts and stuff when people score. People like, um, will cheer for a big hit and stuff. When two people drop the gloves, everyone in the arena is standing and watching. Like it is like you can hear a pin drop for that fight. It's awesome. Everyone's just like. What's gonna happen? And then they land one of the like. It's basically the like the, the the unwritten rule of how a hockey fight ends is as soon as someone like hits the ice, whether they are punched down or literally like I was at a game the other day where someone literally just yanked them down and threw them on the ice, and the fight's just over. So it's awesome. It's almost like a balancing game. So. Canada's wild, bro. <laughs> Canada is wild. <laughs> we are they needed but... to create a sport oh. to like let out all the aggression they're not allowed to let out y'all like pour maple syrup on the snow and then like roll it up on a stick and eat it you like, do are that you, though, are you, you saying that as like an ins- don't you do that yeah don't you do that That's, yeah it's kind of weird it's kind of sucks is that actually weird is that not a not thing like in like weird. states like, where it's cold that. oh they don't, when i see discolored snow it's like my dog peed there like you know I, I don't just walk up and eat snow, usually. I did when I was a kid. <laughs> That's how Jerem became what he is today. It's a, it's a, what does that mean? What does that mean? I didn't eat snow. Uh, and so a one-way track to Moscato drinking. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Waves on the Shore. If you feel so inclined, be sure to leave a comment below. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, you can find both of us on Instagram at the Waves on the Shore and our personal accounts, myself, Evan, at the Overshore, and Jaren at Jep Watts, um, J-E-P-W-O-T-S. I'm telling you, man, bro's so whack. Anyways, I'll get out of your ear now. You do yourself a favor and have a fantastic rest of your day.